Hi everybody, uh, we wanted just to take the opportunity as the senior leadership team of the Well Sheffield just to process together a little bit about um, prophetic and, and how we uh, deal with times when we think that God's spoken um, and uh, we feel like he's, he's saying something particular to us as a church or as a people, but it doesn't always seem to work out in exactly that way or, or perhaps not in the timing that we imagine. So specifically, uh, many of you know that we've been looking and trying to buy uh, the building next door to us until uh, that sale didn't work out just before, just around Christmas time, uh, 2020. So we're now in early 2021. A number of people have asked that question, well, were we wrong? Did we hear God wrong? You know, uh, uh, and so we thought, actually, let's just um, just talk about that. How does it, how do, how do we, how did we as a leadership team uh, gauge uh, how, to, how to balance the question that we, you know, we went for something we thought God had spoken um, in right now, if we take a snapshot right now, it doesn't seem to have worked out as we were expecting or hoping. Um, can we still trust God? Can, uh, how, do, how do we handle prophet, prophecies uh, for us as a church, but also in our individual lives? So we're just going to listen to each other, uh, talk it through for a few minutes, hope it's helpful, and let's see where we go. So folks, um, let's just jump in. Um, I think uh, for me, one of the uh, key things is, well, we are a prophetic people. I mean, this church is here because of a prophecy that came six years prior to us planting this church. Um, and nearly everything we do here was prophesied that that's who we are as a people we listen to God and we do what he says it's our whole culture would I ever want that to change would the father want that to change absolutely not and I think looking back over to what happened uh, in these circumstances so just to draw your mind to it there were recurring prophecies over a number of years about this building and this land that we're referring to and then one very distinct prophecy, uh, January last year uh, uh, on Vision Sunday. So when the opportunity came and we were offered the opportunity to buy the building, as the prophecy had said, you will own this um, building, we, we uh, assumed, it could, because they were extraordinary circumstances, this must be God and a fulfillment of the prophecy like that. Um, looking back, would I do anything different? The answer is no. It, you know, a, a key thing for us is obedience. Uh, years ago, I decided in my heart and head, I wanted to be someone who would take risks and step into vulnerability, because that's how you see fulfillment and the miracles. And that's how we've seen to date what we've seen. So I never want that to change. I think a, a really key thing for me is discernment uh, and the body. I love being a Baptist church that we get to, to discern together and trusting God in that. So um, I guess looking back as well, you know, it may well have been the father that has allowed us not to see this particular deal fulfilled. It may not be the right one uh, for us. Or the and, right way just at the moment. Yeah, so we do trust him in the opening and shutting of doors. That's part of the prophetic is discernment and weighing things and doing it as a team. Some of you will probably tell the story, but I've really appreciated it. It wasn't kind of Nick and Marjorie just trying to weigh this one. We did it as a team and with the trustees, and that's really healthy uh, for a church. And um, yeah, uh, I, I, I suppose another key thing for me is, uh, and I'll let some of the others share, is just as a senior leader and, and being at the forefront of this one, I think it's really important that we just hold up our hands as well and say sometimes when we don't know, um, so we don't feel it's the end of the story, but um, I think that's really important to say we don't fully know why it's happened like this or exactly what's going on. 
and we're not going to try and, and interpret that or give prophetic answers to that. Uh, and I, I think that's probably with wisdom that we just walk humbly with God and say, we understand only in part. I, uh, I totally agree with Marjorie on the, the fact that the, the main thing for us is that we want to be a people who walk in obedience, right? Obedience is way more important than knowing that we figured out every prophetic utterance and knowing that we've got all the answers. You know, you think of Peter walking on the water. He heard the voice of God and he stepped out in obedience. He began to sink. But you know what? I prefer to be one who walks on the water and then begins to sink than be one who never steps out and never sees the power of God at work. And, uh, you know, it's not that he misheard the voice of God, but he began to not understand what was happening. And uh, it's okay to find ourselves in that situation. That's the people that Jesus wants us to be. Um, just biblically, uh, I, I'm just reminded in 1 Corinthians, it talks about love being the most excellent way. Uh, it says, where, where there are prophecies, they'll cease. Where there are tongues, they'll be still. Where there's knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. Uh, and it goes on to say, uh, for now we see only a reflection as in a mirror then we shall see face to face now i know in part then i shall know fully even as i'm fully known and i think that just gives us a really helpful framework to understand the prophetic that yes god is incredibly kind in allowing us to hear his voice and in allowing us to see something of his heart but we have to recognize the time that we're in that we don't see it fully and even when he does speak we don't necessarily know that we we in our minds when we hear the voice of God have an imagination of what that's going to look like don't we but actually sometimes it's not always what God always had in mind even though he loves the fact that we're stepping out in obedience to what we're hearing I, I guess Duncan listening to you as well it's the reality that it it may be the father but it, there's also battle so uh, this is why we have to tread so carefully don't we guys that you know this side of eternity we don't see the full picture there have been a number of things for me and losses along the way in that, that I, I, I don't actually know uh, exactly. You're trying to work, discern the sovereignty of God, but also the fact there is battle, there is human choice. Uh, it did feel that there was a spiritual battle for us in, in the weeks leading up to Christmas, very strongly so. And so I'm just very mindful of that. Now, does that mean that God's will ultimately can't, won't be fulfilled? Not at all, because I've seen things totally shift around. But we do have to, to be aware of that. There are, there's the prophetic and the Father's heart. And, and then there is often intense battle around the fulfillment of that. I think it'd be interesting to hear what Naomi and David think as well. I think one of the other things we have to be careful with with prophecies is not to, not to overly try and make them happen. Uh, so really, when you hear God's voice, he's, he's, it's an invitation to partner with him, go on a journey uh, and walk towards, you know, to walk towards the prophetic promise. So you don't do things that are a million miles in the opposite direction. And in this instance, we started, we, we pressed the doors, you know, we, we talked to everybody about how we're going to finance it. We did all the practical stuff. We, everybody prayed. I mean, there's been so much prayer that went into to this one. Yeah. And actually, you have to see this as an answer to prayer because we ask God's kingdom to come and his will to be done. So there may, you know, it may be that it's a delayed answer or something like that, but we have to trust that God is in what's happened because that's what we are. We are, we invited him into it, but there's also that thing about let's not squeeze it so hard that we try and make something happen that doesn't have grace yeah, to it. Nice. It's just be interesting to hear what You're others like think. Striving. About yeah. Mm. Naomi. Um, I think it's really interesting, isn't it? But we see in part and we know in part and, it is that kind of jumping out of faith. It's faith that pleases God. And the way I 
kind of look at the scenario is I, I see from my own personal life that you get a lot of times the words just don't look like you expected them it just comes out in a different way and I think that's where God's perspective is so different than ours and I look at this look how we as a church took hold of the vision and what will come about and so maybe maybe right now we didn't get what we thought would have been the fulfillment but we haven't seen what's come out of it and what's birthed and what has birthed already with that energy of us all coming together and everybody's ideas and excitement coming in is this idea of let's get on with the vision even if we've not got the building let's get on with the vision and we don't see yet what God's going to do and what's going to come out of it so I actually look at it and think well this is brilliant okay there's disappointment but this is also brilliant of what's come out of it it's sprung us into action and so we see in part we don't always know how it all goes together but our job is just to kind of take that step out and faith pleases God. Yeah, excellent. And I and I think also, I mean, let's let's go back to the to the, the basic of the prophetic, which is you know what is what is the prophetic? And the prophetic is discerning um, the the rhema word of God. It's that word for the for the moment, isn't it? That that uh, that we hear and and we we all hear in different ways, and uh, we discern that both individually. But also we submit that to um, to community, and you know we weren't created uh, to be uh, to be by ourselves. We were created to be uh, in community, and so and so that's that's what we've done. We we heard a word from the Lord. Uh, we discern that the Father was speaking, and then we bring that to the wider community. And and the amazing thing is, and I think this is one of the, the biggest challenges uh, of, um, of of Christianity is that um, understanding. The nature of understanding is not a prerequisite of faith. Uh, actually, we're, we're asked to step out in faith, whether we understand the reason for it or not. I mean, the, the classic example, of course, is Abraham and Isaac. Uh, Abraham has heard this word from the Lord um, to go out and do something really serious and really significant. And he doesn't understand why. But, you know, we come back to this obedience piece again, which is uh, he says, yes, Lord. And uh, unfortunately, you know, most of us know this story. Unfortunately, he doesn't have to do the thing that, uh, that, he, that he hears the Lord say. But again, his understanding wasn't a prerequisite to him, his obedience uh, or to his faith. Um, and I think that that's, that's really important uh, in, you know, in, in our lives uh, as, as Christians. And, and I think the other thing as well is, Guys, I mean, we've, we've taught the, you know, the five of us on this call have talked about this as well. I think often um, with the prophetic, uh, you know, we, we, of course, get excited because we've heard the Lord say something really significant. Uh, and, and we want it to happen right here, right now. Uh, and very often uh, the Lord actually works a little bit slower than we do. And, uh, and we put our timelines uh, onto the things that the Father has for us. Um, and so, you know, it's very important, I think, that all of these things, even the prophetic, we, we, we're very open handed with. And we say, Lord, let this be done if this is what you want to be done. But we're going to submit every process to your will, your lordship and your authority in our lives. Lord, let this be done at your time. We're going to continue to step out uh, in obedience. Uh, but Lord, ultimately, uh, we submit and we surrender this to you. Um, those things are just just so significant, so important for us. That's so good. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. I think that's a, probably a good, good place to, to wrap this up. Um, we've talked about obedience. We've talked about community and discerning together. We've talked about how do you weigh it when the timing doesn't look right. But at the end of the day, it comes to faith, doesn't it? And, and so we're trying to hear the voice of God. Uh, and we do that in a safe way, in a sensible 
way, but we also step out in faith towards him. Uh, and so that's that's it. That's the Christian journey. That's why it's called a journey. Uh, uh, and so uh, just want to encourage you guys, let's keep doing that. Yeah. Um, this one, this particular situation uh, looks a little bit different than we were expecting, but God is, is still good, good. He's still talking to us. He still has plans and purposes. Um, they're his plans rather than ours. And so we, we journey and we partner with him, don't we? So thank you, team. Thank you so much just for sharing some wisdom there. Uh, and uh, But let's, let's move on in faith. Let's continue to pray and ask God to speak, expect him to speak to us and discern together as, as family and as church friends uh, how we, how, what our next steps are each time that that happens. We're very proud of the church, I think. Nick and I felt incredibly blessed by the response of the church at that church meeting when you guys were, were like, yes, it's vulnerable, it's vulnerable in every way, and how are we going to see the finance country? But your hearts were, but we want to respond when we think God is moving. And I think regardless of the outcome, I thought, wow, we have an adventure-taking, risk-taking community. And I love now. that. And, and it will be like this as we follow God. Um, but it, it's really exciting that that is our culture and that's who we are as a people. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you.